When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's BudPod80. PersonPod. In-PersonPod? That's right, 80. Um, it's been long, but not too late We... Phil and Pierre yep. are finally in the same room together, at we're, last. We're finally face-to-face. Phil has grown a three-foot beard. Yes. I am grey and wizened. Yeah. I'm mostly not. I'm not grey and wizened. I'm mostly just pouring sweat. I've made a mistake. Uh, went to the gym. Good for me. Had a hot shower without turning it cold at the end. Mm. Yeah, that's just sort of encouraging the flow of sweat. Yeah. Uh, through the gym experience, through the washing experience, and now just into everyday life. Yes, 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 yes. As if saying to my body, hey, do you remember how hot you were during the exercise when mm. you were really sweating? Yeah. Well, now you're enveloped by heat. I'm watching your face get shiny in real time. Like, it's, I can see it just get glisteny and glisteny. I can see the water coming out kind of the pores forming. in real time. It's like a screensaver. Yeah. <laughs> like a magic eye picture. Yeah, yeah. I'm sweating into a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Do dolphins sweat? It'd be hard to tell, wouldn't it? They don't look very porous. You don't really... I know from doing, like, serious... Or, you know, like, proper swimming. Not, like, paddling around, but, like, racing or, like, water polo. You don't realise how much you sweat, and it's quite dangerous. Because you're in the water. So you have to hydrate a lot right, right, more right, right, than you'd right. say. Yes, you yes, sort of think, yes. but I'm in water. I'm not sweating. That's why dolphins are always thirsty. That's right. That's why they're always going... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a dry throat. All you have to do is give a dolphin uh, some Volvic. Yeah. And they'll go, oh, th- <clears throat> thank you. Thank it's- you very much. Thank you. I will now carry you to safety. I've been asking for that for a long time. At last. Something to wet my whistle. <laughs> my whistle. <laughs> Uh, it's nice to be back in person. Nice to be back in the office, Pierre. This yes. W- a, lot, a lot of people are not returning to the office, but we've decided uh, that <sighs> although the WFH experience does cover most of the ground of modern work life, yep. there is just something about being in person that that, 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 that inspires those, those unexpected moments of genius, those... Yeah. those, those um, unscheduled meets, those uh, impromptu... Uh, eureka moments, and um, and that's why Pierre and I have returned to the Bud Pod, Bud Pod office. Yes, Bud Pod Towers uh, reoccupied at last. It's uh, banter by the uh, plastic plants and uh, having a chat with the receptionist and uh, right. <laughs> office life. You know, just having a chat with your boss. Yes, Pierre's, Christmas parties. Pierre's bought a water cooler for his flat <laughs> yeah. that we stand next to. Yeah, and we gossip. Yeah, we're currently next to next to it now because otherwise yeah. we would have we're not we have nothing we'd have nothing to say to each other. Yeah, that's it. And and well, <laughs> we've got like uh, I've put a lipstick on a bucket, and that's going to be the secretary that Phil and I will sexually harass in a non-physical but still uh, deplorable way because it's it's a 1980s office. We've decided, a lot yeah. of pinstripe. Um, a lot of economic optimism. 
Big shoulders. Big shoulders. Big dreams. Big dreams. Big problems. Um, unscheduled meets yeah. is a funny way uh, for a lady to talk about one night stands. Unscheduled meets. <laughs> yes. It's also what I've called my my new butcher shop that I just opened. Yeah. Uh, your last your last minute butcher shop. <laughs> Delivery service. Yeah, that's right. We never really know what's going to come in. It's got a, a moped with a pannier full of rapidly defrosting beef. <laughs> <laughs> I did... Um, the other day, I, I, I went to go meet a, a friend with the legally correct number of people and legally distanced, of course, in the park for their birthday. Uh-huh. And I made the mistake... It was on Hampstead Heath in London, where we live. And I remember thinking, well, I don't want to carry all the sort of park stuff all the way there, Phil. Mm. I don't want to have a rucksack, a, a groan and, and a burston with two liter bottles of soft drink, for example. Yeah, so white I'd, lightning as you, as you like. Yes, or, or indeed white lightning and, and, and sacks of fags. Mm. So I thought, I'll buy them when I'm there. I'll buy them when I'm there. At the park? Well, like at the rim of the park. On the perimeter of the park. Yes, the yes. park, the pee-pee. The pee-pee. I'll buy it at the pee-pee, I thought to myself. But I didn't know just how upscale Hampstead Heath was. I'd misunderestimated that. Yeah, okay. So it's not really a plastic bag kind of... Not a lot of offies around. No, no, no. Not no. of the usual London park density. The PPE is normally dense with offies. Yeah. Off licenses for our American listeners. Yeah. Liquor stores, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, oh, balls. And I, I was laughing to myself because the only shops on the street that I got off the bus on... I got off the bus mm-hmm. and I thought... Great, the bus stop I have to get off at for Hampstead Heath Park, it's got shops on. And I got off the bus and looked at the shops. And uh, it was like fancy dry cleaners and estate agents. And like the only shops that sold anything consumable by the human mouth was a Costa Coffee and a very fancy butcher's. And I really like the idea of showing up. Unscheduled meats. Unscheduled. Well, that's it. Unscheduled meats branch number two uh, was there. And I love the idea of showing up at like someone's birthday picnic in the park with a six pack of boiling hot espressos and a load of raw beef. Happy birthday! A raw tomahawk chop. (laughs) Yes, yes. And expecting them just to chew on it in between gulps of. Boiling hot coffee on a hot summer's day. <laughs> it was just the least good combo of things you could bring. I thought that was great. So there wasn't even like uh, a sort of independent bottle shop or a craft, a craft ale store. There was, there was stuff like that, I think, on the other... The, 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 perimeter of, the park perimeter of Hampstead Heath, for people who don't know, is enormous. The PP. It's a big PP. Right. If I'd travelled further down the PP... Uh, the PP of HH. If I further, if I travelled further down the the HHS BP, yeah, I would have hit like Hampstead Heath Overground Station, where there is a lot more stuff like that. There's like a Tesco or whatever. Yeah, but this was along the side, near the residential area where the oligarchs live. Okay, so it was very much artisanal butcher, Costa Coffee, presumably for the guy who works at the butchers, exclusively. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, it's for people who who go into the estate agents with the same casual feeling the rest of us go into Costa. Yes. That's why the next week's up. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 point over the counter at full houses in London <laughs> the way that we sort of vaguely look at like uh, sandwiches that for some reason aren't just freely available to, to touch. Uh, oh, is that 
Has that got ham in? That kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. They buy white flats, we buy flat whites. <laughs> That's very Seinfeld. Thank you. Thank you. He <laughs> likes a bit of wordplay, Seinfeld. Yeah, he does. People underestimate. People he likes always, an old switcheroo. He likes a switcheroo. He goes, hey, you got to get up, up, up when, yeah, you're, yeah, when yeah. you're a kid. Up. Yeah, it's good. Up and down, yeah. That could be very good. Flat whites. You get in the car, but you get on the train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank, what, wow. Seinfeld must be very grateful to the to the... To the small but multifarious quirks of the English language. Oh, my God. Can you imagine trying to figure out Seinfeld in German? <laughs> and just go, that is the only word for this. You have to go, okay, well, <laughs> there, yeah. there'll be no joke then, I suppose. Yeah, we're very lucky, really, English has so many synonyms. It has some of them. Is it the most synonym, like... It's the most syn- synonymic, synonymic whatever the word is, language. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, it has, has the most synonyms. See, I was under the impression, and I still do believe this, that English has the largest vocabulary. Yeah. It, I've seen measurements that give English a vocabulary almost twice as large as second place, which is French. Right. Because of what a pirate the English language is, just yeah, taking words. English and, has all the French plus. Yeah, exactly, yeah. German plus. You, yeah, you could say, well, joie de vivre. That's already three we've nicked. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, je ne sais quoi, blam. Yeah, we yeah, got them yeah, yeah. in a bag, run down the road. Uh so that's why you can do a lot more sort of interesting stuff with language. Uh, it's more flexible, and you can put the verb wherever you want in the sentence, and it doesn't matter really, which yes, is not yes, true yes. in French or German. However, I got extremely bored and tried to learn the Arabic alphabet um, okay. m- months ago. That is bored. That is bored, because I don't need to know it. Um, Pierre is now the uh, special envoy to the, um, to the South... <laughs> To the Saudi family, um, yes, yes. which is pretty good as far as lockdown achievements go. It's yeah, impressive. you know, you get bored, you just fall down these rabbit holes. Um, basically, um, have you ever had that thing where you see a sign written in like Arabic or sometimes in like Russian script, yeah. Cyrillic, and you yeah. go, your mind kind of feels annoyed because your mind is used to being able to read signs. Yes, so your yes, brain yes. kind of goes, oh, uh, yeah, what yeah, was yeah. that? Yeah, what yeah. does that mean? Yeah. And you know it just means exit or whatever. Right. But yeah. it's still you, you kind of go, oh. I have that a lot. So I thought, oh, if I learn the alphabet, I won't know what any of the words mean, but I can go like, ah, mumtes or whatever. Like, right. Yeah, when clever, I went to, clever boy. When I went to Japan, I learned the um, hiragana alphabet. Yeah. Um, which is basically their base phonetic alphabet. Yes. Um, and yeah, I, I looked like um, a dumb child reading signs, but it's like, Kyoto. <laughs> we're in Kyoto. Um, but it was it's so empowering. It's so empowering. Yeah, it makes you feel like you're you're joining in, you're part of it. Yeah. And there's enough like shops in, in London which have, you know, extra signage in Arabic or whatever. So I thought, oh yeah, I'll do that. And then I ended up apparently the way that you make a word in Arabic is there's like a root We. Listen to him. No, you. Huh? Apparently the way you make a word in Arabic. Me? No, I like, that's what I said. Where did we come from? You said the way we make a word in Arabic. No, I said you, didn't I? You said we. Okay, well, this, this, we... Is how, this is how much you identify with the Arabic Well, language. I'm an Arab now. <laughs> I, I want to be the new Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah, yeah, A patronizing yeah. Aryan with blue eyes who sort of uh, funds military expeditions. You know, yeah, Lawrence yeah. of Arabia. Anyway, apparently, like, when you, when, whenever you see the, the Arabic script, those are the consonants. Okay. The vowel sounds come from the dots, you know, the dots and the oh. additions. So, and, and you don't actually have to use the dots. As in, you don't have to write the dots? No. It should be contextually clear if you're fluent in Arabic that it doesn't, it's not, it, it's mumtes and not mamtees. 
Right, right, right. Which to me is insane and immediately put me off from doing any more work on learning any Arabic because I was like, that's too hard. Bonjour. I'm going to go back to my schoolboy French. This seems impossible and I hate it. But, and the only, the, only, the only bit of Arabic that needs to be written with the dots always is the Quran. Like you're not allowed to write out the Quran I without using it because yes. it has to be clear right. and it's very important. But apparently that means that like a collection of consonants can be like fucking 40,000 different combos of root words depending on the combination of vowels you use. So like the word for like office can also mean library, can mean like book desk or can mean bookshelf. If you don't write the vowel dots. Yeah, if you, if you, depending on how you mutate the sounds. But the right. base sounds, like the base three consonant sounds are like the same. Right. So then I saw this, this guy was explaining this on this website and he's like, so actually it's Arabic that has the biggest vocabulary because of the number of variables. Which I kind of think doesn't... But are they they're actual words? Well, see, this is my question. So I think it's still English, because I think a lot of them aren't actual words yet. Yeah. Someone would go, oh, right, genitive object past tense book. That, I guess, could be this. Right. I think they might just be making it up, but I don't know. Because I stopped reading, because it seemed too complicated. And I'm lazy, and I was bored. Well, I don't think you're lazy. I mean, a lazy person wouldn't have started. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm less lazy than someone who wouldn't have started, but I'm lazier than someone who would have finished. <laughs> no, that's true. I, yeah, I think that is, a, that is a, an honest appraisal of the situation. Yeah, I'm the Lib Dems of laziness. <laughs> I'm right there in the middle. Um, but talking of coming back to the office, Phil, something that I filled you in on yeah. before we started recording is the new Pret thing. Yeah, I was Which you couldn't believe. I couldn't believe this. Apparently, <laughs> well, this is not an advert for Pret. No. Um, but apparently they need it right now. And Pierre told me that they've got a subscription now, which um, which Pierre's calling Coffee Netflix, and you can, <laughs> yes. which is the most insane idea to me. Yeah, you pay twenty pounds a month and you can get as much coffee as you like. You basically get five coffees a day, <laughs> if you want five coffees a day. But what what I like is that if you look at the terms and conditions, because you and I thought, well, it has to be one a day. Yeah, and it said, no, no, you can do this five times a day, but. There has to be a 30-minute gap. <laughs> and I just love the idea of someone going... You have like, to have a cool-down period. You have to chill coffees. the fuck out yeah. with your goddamn coffees. And I just like the idea of someone sat there tapping their watch, like, like pouring sweat, just like, 29. Oh, God, please. And then the Pratt guy just shaking his head like, come on, man. You can do it, 30. It's got to be 30. But I mean, this just goes to show just how huge the profit margins are on, on takeaway coffees. On coffee, yeah. It's They are huge. I think they're like... The, like Starbucks has the largest profit margin of yeah. almost any shop, retailer, uh, restaurant. Yeah. Because a, a, a cup of coffee costs like f- half of a pence. Yeah, nothing. And they can sell it for two pounds. Just nothing. It's um apparently the food with the largest profit margin is popcorn. That makes sense too. Which is like, of course, because it's sold in cinemas where everything's already hiked up anyway. Yes, exactly. But also, it's just like a sack of raw grains. <laughs> <laughs> like it couldn't get any, and they're dried, so they low don't go grade, off. Low grade, yeah, low grade, Corn. inedible grains. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you have to heat them up with a kind of magical machine to even get them to burst into. Air, yeah, that's right. Air. You can't. You can get the microwave bags at home, but it's not the same. So not the same. You can't. It's, you can't make it at home. Really, not really. Not really. Um, but isn't it, yeah, it is amazing that, okay, let's say you took, they are guessing that no one wants five fucking coffees a day, apart from clearly me. Yeah. Because I love feeling like a sniper is out to get me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get any writing done until I feel like there's a bomb in my chest. 
And if I don't get the word count up, it goes off. Yeah. But most people are not like me. And they have <laughs> like, like, yeah, like if a Jigsaw from Saw started a, a, a motivation app. <laughs> He's trying to branch out from the torturing to motivation yeah. apps, yeah. That little puppet is the barista. <laughs> you like having an elevated heart rate, but you never consider the working conditions of the people who made the coffee. That kind of thing. Hipster, hipster yeah. jigsaw. I, I really like Saw when the moralizations just get really tenuous. Yeah. <laughs> his moral reasonings for his torture. Well, the puppet is like, uh, and did you know that? So, the car you drive, is it about fossil fuels? Let me finish. No. The battery, uh, the lithium-ion batteries are only efficient because of their nickel content. And nickel is only mined. <laughs> it's just this long pamphlet he's found. You seem to enjoy having a carbon footprint. <laughs> what if I replaced your foot with a diamond? <laughs> um, don't, no! No! I, what? <laughs> How are you going to do that? I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm going to drug you so I have enough time to think about Exactly, yeah. So most people only want like two coffees, right? That's enough to make people... I have, I've now restricted myself to one a day. Yeah. If I'm if I'm like exhausted or hungover, I might have another in the afternoon. But like it's one a day. Otherwise, yeah. I, I my my sh- my I, my shit gets runny. <laughs> I, I get I get tired. It makes me like, the second one will make me tired. That's the weird thing, isn't it? It's like a it's like a toggle. It's like an on you know it's a switch on off on off. A cup of coffee is a toggle switch. So if you had a third one. Ah uh, yeah, this is where the theory breaks down. Because yeah. then <laughs> I think I, I think I'm just I'm just sleepy again. It's weird that it makes people sleepy. It's definitely a response that people have to it. Like, I, I did Google it the other day to figure out why. Maybe it's like an adrenaline or stress response. Because I used to get really, really sleepy two minutes before we had to go and do a rugby game at school. Yeah. It was it, in the changing room, and I felt like I could have passed out immediately and slept for like 10 hours. It's interesting that that quirk or gene in you has survived. Because mm. surely that would have killed you back on the savannah. <gasps> oh, no. Cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's when you can anticipate it so you were thinking like oh god I've got to go out there and fight those cheaters yeah and then you just have a nice sleep and they go away <laughs> they get bored they get bored away. they're like where is he <laughs> we've been prowling the mouth of this cave just tapping at their grass watches yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah those cheater voices <laughs> so most people probably only want two a day right coffee sure. so let's say two coffees a day yeah for a month, let's say 30 days. Yep. So that's 60 coffees. Yep. For 20 pounds. Yeah. I mean, bloody hell. 33p a coffee. And they're still expecting to turn a profit. That must mean that a coffee is, what, like 4p? Yeah, but it, exactly. Yeah, the coffee is... Yeah, and they're, they're laying off people, so they're, you know, they're, they're boosting their margins. And, um, and like, this, everyone wants a subscription service. This, this is yeah. the new uh, Surefire business model. Um, yes, like Microsoft Office. When I had to renew Microsoft Office, yes, now it's... It. and now they're like, I'll get a Microsoft Office subscription. Yeah, and it's like, why do I need to? Because you'll get instant, exclusive updates. I've never used my word and gone, oh, I want a new <laughs> X. You know, it's I. Oh, if only there was a new header footer adjustment yeah. tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want more f- fine tunes on the side margin. It's like I've never wanted that. So you can choose to just buy it outright, but then like, they warn you, you, you know, you won't get our golden package. You'll lose out on 
Steve's diary. Steve is the head Microsoft Office guy, and, and it's absolute nonsense. It's a complete waste of money. I'd go, but they want they oh. want they want they want people to Netflix to start Netflixing them as well. Because that means that they can say to their shareholders, "This is guaranteed stuff flowing in every year." Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And that is more stable, I suppose. But it really fucked me off when Adobe Photoshop did that. It used to be that you just buy Photoshop and you just have it. Yeah. And now it is like a yearly subscription, monthly subscription thing for like access to a program that is sort of downloaded onto your computer. Exactly. It just seems insane to me. Mm. But it lives in this box I own. Mm. Isn't that mine? And they go, no. This is what they can claim with like cloud computing. It's like, we'll hold it. We'll look after it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay pay to rent for us to rent out uh, our little hard drive here. It just seems like everyone's dream is is for the population to be like constantly renting homeless people. I mean, fucking comedians are doing it. Yeah, you patreons and shit, and yeah, you know, I you can you can rent you can rent comedians and yeah, well, well, well not rent, yeah, we'll rent, yeah, yeah, pay subscription to it. Uh, this is gonna come back to bite me in the ass when uh, I, I have one. In a year, but <laughs> well, we'll we'll never put Bud Pod behind a paywall. No, we're, we're we know better than that. We know better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might put other stuff behind paywalls, but not Bud Pod. In the same way, if you saw a man shitting in the street, you take a glance. But if there was a low wall obscuring him, you wouldn't peer over. <laughs> you wouldn't go. Oh, I gotta see. What's yeah. he doing? Yeah. What's he doing over there? <laughs> like a curious dog. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Would you sign up to the pre- Are you going to be a pre- coffee subscriber? Absolutely no. I am not either. I have coffee at home. <laughs> <laughs> coffee at home. That's how you can afford a home. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All those. Uh... All those coffees. All those avocado uh, toasts <laughs> that you don't have. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, I, I don't like Pret Coffee anymore. I didn't mind it before, but now it has the weird new taste. Taste X. Does it have a new taste? To me, because of my, ner- my nerve damage I from the got old the f- corona. I was got- oh, of course. Yeah. I have to call it Taste X because it does- it's not actually a taste. It's nerve damage. But taste X is a bit like the smell of burning plastic, petrol smell. Oh, no. It's very chemically. Is there a running theme with what has taste X? Kind of, yeah. It's sort of, so, almost all chocolate. Oh, no. Yeah, Not yeah. chockies. Not chockies, mate. Don't tell me Prosecco's one as well. Well, maybe it's tat. I haven't had Prosecco since. <laughs> maybe it's tat food. I've got a tat allergy. <laughs> Prosecco attacks the tat part of the nerve. <laughs> 
Beer? Beer tastes weird to you now, maybe? Um, uh, some beer smells a bit like the taste. Interesting. And doesn't taste like it. It is a, tat food. A can of San Miguel. Yeah. If I sniff the... Crack it open, right to mm. bare cans. Mm. Have a little sniff. I go, oh, there's a whiff of taste X there. Yeah. Sip it, fine. Mm. So, uh, at dark chocolate digestives. Yeah. Uh, tried to eat one, had to spit it out in the sink. Really? That disgusting. Absolutely oh. disgusting. So, darker chocolate seems worse. Peanuts, gross. Oh. Peanut butter, gross. Oh, no. Most bacon and pork, gross. Some chicken. Oh, man. Um, Which of these is the most tragic to you? Um, God. Some coffee as well. Darker types of coffee. Right, so it's like, it's like bitter, rich, bitter dark, taste. Bitter, yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe. Uh, maybe the kind of chocolate, but I, didn't, I wasn't really a sweets guy. Probably bacon, the meat. Yeah, Some meat has bacon. just got a funny aftertaste now. Some people on BBC News are saying, like, all meat tastes like petrol to me now. Like, they have huh. to go vegetarian because they don't, no, no, because they want to, because it tastes like petrol. Fuck, it's yeah, fucked it's up. It's yeah. to, to do with proteins or something, is it? Yeah, like sort of lipids, kind of uh, complex oh. animal fats, maybe. Yeah, saturates. Oh, no. It's very strange. Also, preservatives. So if I made a chicken sandwich with mayonnaise at home. Perish the thought. Perish the thought. But imagine a terrible world where if it yeah, came to it. has a chicken it, sandwich subscription, fortunately, so it doesn't have to do this. Yes. A Somalian man on a bicycle <laughs> brings me, for pennies, a series of chicken mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> Um, from his home that he's made. So, I don't have to do that. But God forbid, if I ever did, uh, like I did the other day, when the man got hit by a truck, uh, I have to make one of my own. When the man got hit by a truck? The Somalian man with my chicken mayonnaise sandwich. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry, He got obviously run down by a truck. Very sad. He's been replaced. Uh, So I had to make my own chicken mayonnaise sandwich. Tasted fine. Okay. Tasted like it should taste. Right. The equivalent type of sandwich from Tesco at Pratt tastes X. Yeah. So it's something preservatives or something they do to foods in shops. Pret sandwiches, oh, very have, badly have, affected. Have, have they cooked the chicken in a way that you haven't that affects it? I don't know, but how could they? I just uh, cooked it in a standard way. Interesting. I think it's like preservatives. Well, I'm, it, I'm having you over for, t- for dinner this, uh, this week. Yeah. I wonder if any of my food will taste like petrol. Well, it's, that's it. I mean, Phil is making peanut butter and bacon <laughs> dark chocolate stew. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's going to be... It's a, a tough evening. Dish. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I'll be it's, eating a big bowl of petrol. It's an old Aztec uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, stew. Yeah, yeah. Jungle boar, <laughs> ground nut, and dark and chocolate. Dark cocoa. Cacao. 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 Oh, man, um, that sucks. Yeah, it's very strange, though. I think it's getting better, but here's the kicker, and this is where it becomes relevant to Bud Pod. Taste X, or smell X, right, mm. is not only across all of those foods, but it's very powerfully... In all my piss. So you find your piss particularly gruesome right now? As in like off-putting? My, my piss smells... Smelling. My piss doesn't smell like piss. It smells like Taste X. Like petrol? Yeah, chemically. Or like the, the When you were at school, did anyone ever like use a lighter to like burn? You know those like little plastic sleeves you put documents in? There's very light, thin plastic sleeves, and they've got the holes down the side, so you put them in a folder. Right. No, because I didn't go to school in the film Train Spotting, <laughs> unlike you, apparently. <laughs> so basically, if you burn one of those, it's like this very, because it's that very soft plastic that's not yeah. supposed to be heated up. Oh, it's horrible. very, like, acrid smoke. Yeah. That's kind of like Taste X. It's Oof. very chemically plasticky. Gross. So my piss smells like the piss of a man who works in a Chernobyl-style disaster. 
Which is bad because when your piss smells weird, that's your body saying, you're really sick, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your piss is wrong. Or you've had asparagus and everything's fine. Exactly. How dare you? You're very sick. That's what I said. So, but then it means that because everything now has this new aura to it. Mm. At the same time as I piss and I go, my piss has the same weird taste as dark chocolate. Not taste, smell. I haven't got to the point yet where I'm, oh, hang on a minute. This tastes horrible. Hang on a minute. I just keep doing it like finger to bell end to mouth. Wait, hang on. Wait a, wait a minute. Oh, a few more tries. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> this isn't the usual delicious piss. That I... <laughs> Fresh from the tap, that is my penis. No. So if I'm doing a piss and I smell it, I go, oh, it smells like the new horrible taste of bacon. But at the same new time, horrible taste of bacon. <laughs> bacon now with a new horrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> Try the new horrible taste of bacon. See bacon if next. you can think what it is. What is it? We don't know. Oh man! But that means when I eat bacon, the opposite happens, and I think well, this bacon tastes like how piss smells. Uh, so it's even more gross because your brain always tries to teach you, like however your piss smells, don't eat things that smell like that. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah, get yeah. sick. Of course. So it's a negative, um, what's it? Loop. Feedback. Negative well, reinforcement. Re- um, yeah, attachment, association. Negative yeah, association, yeah. Negative right. association. Exactly. Right, yeah, So yeah. now there's a new smell. Like, maybe I could kind of get over it if it was just food. But because of the, the crucially feel the piss element. Mm. The P.E. I have I have a taste X, which is unfortunately not as common. But mm. after, I think I've told you this after I had cockroaches in China. Yes. I know what cockroach tastes like, and I can. Yes. Let's call it taste C, and taste C. <laughs> yes. Um, taste C comes up from time to time. Yeah. I had in Brixton. There's a place that does uh, curry goat ramen, which is a delicious sounding dish. Ooh. And for the most part, it is delicious, but it's got taste C in it, mm-hmm. which, which is interesting. But no one else. But anyone else. Would, would not notice Because they don't know. Because they don't know what that is, that is what cockroach tastes like. And up to the point where you've had it, you could eat that and go, what an interesting taste. That's mm. kind of just at the edge of the main taste. Mm. It's just in there somewhere. That's right. Yes, exactly. So for me, this, like smoked bacon is pure taste X. It's horrific. So is the dark chocolate. Um, excuse me, digestives. When it comes to like chicken or other stuff, it's like lingers there. It's a whiff. It's just there a little bit. If, like in like taste C in the curry goat ramen. If we have any chemist pod buds yeah. who know who know the the chemical that is in dark chocolate bacon smoky bacon because that's more chemically yeah I chemically. think it might be like nitrates yeah, yeah something like this some sort of salty preservative that's not normal yeah. salt could be and Pierre's piss and inside my piss if you've had access to my piss and some of you may have yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. So where else have you detected a hint of roach? Because, like oh. you say, now you know that that's the taste of cockroaches. You can find it. That's right. There the, are only the, so many tastes. The curry goat ramen is the only one I can remember right now, but there have been others. There have been others and have gone, oh, this tastes a bit like cockroach. You can't, you can't untaste. You can't untaste what you've tasted. It's true. The olfactory, the old, old, olfactory memory is very strong. Once, oh God, once tasted... Twice Never shy. wasted. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. A moment on the lips, a lifetime in your brain. <laughs> That's what they say about cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. It's um. I wonder. I wonder where you'd find it more. Yes, you can't untaste things. It's sort of. It feels like a kind of um. 
It's like quite a puritanical metaphor for sin or something, isn't it? Like you'll always know. That's right. It's kind of there's a Greek tragedy about it. Yes, absolutely. It's what's the worst thing you remember ever tasting? Like the worst taste you've ever had in your mouth. I mean, worst taste I've ever had in my mouth. Yeah. How much are we including smells as taste? Because I I didn't realize how much taste was smell until I lost smell. I I think I think something that you put in your mouth. Okay, something I put in my mouth because otherwise it is, as it always is, particularly rancid dog shit. Yeah, that's pretty bad stuff. I mean, it's just, just being near that. If it's the wrong type of dog shit, it's not and, all dog shit, but sometimes, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Whole yeah. neighborhoods can smell. That's right, and wow. it lingers. It's acrid. Um, but unless I'm afraid to say, unless you put some unless dog shit in your mouth, I gave it a little lick. Um, um, uh, let's. Oh, I don't know. Is it cockroach for you? No, it isn't. Ooh, I didn't actually mind. I ate a lot of them. I didn't really mind them. <laughs> By the seventeenth really cockroach, Phil was, uh, was coming around. Actually, yeah, I, I kind of had too much by the end, but um, <laughs> first, uh, they're fine. <laughs> all the sh- all the cockroach chefs are going, no, no. They were waving their hands, pl- trying to shout at you in, in Mandarin, trying to get you to stop. And you, what? And you just thumb in. They're like, you're not supposed to. No one's ever eaten this. Much. Too many. They were trying to say too many, and you were going, too, what? <laughs> just legs coming out of your mouth. Uh, <laughs> um, ah, horrible taste. It's probably if I like ate something that was off. Right. Really like rancid milk, like if you glug a bunch of that without realizing. Yes, yesterday um, I, I took a tortilla chip and I I scooped up a whole load of salsa and I put it in my mouth. And I was just like, I don't remember salsa being fizzy. Yeah. And I looked at the box and it was a month ago that it expired. No. And I, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, the, fizzy hummus is, is pretty bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. When it's, a, when it's become carbonated. I've never put it in my mouth. The worst thing I've ever put in my mouth, I, I can remember, was fish fat. I don't know if you've ever had like fish fat, like a a, a, a thick vein of fish fat. Um, and it is like if you can imagine the like fishy taste, but like bad fishy taste, concentrated, like an espresso, Ooh, and then jellied into a little globule. I it, like it was literally in my mouth. I want to vomit. I want to vomit now. I want to vomit. <laughs> like it was in. Uh, it was disc. I felt sick. Really? Yeah, yeah, Instant yeah. sick time? Yeah. Wow. And the other thing is cooked salmon, which I cannot eat. It makes me want to vomit. But it's not as, it wasn't as instant as a little bit of fish fat. I like cooked salmon, and I still know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. I, 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 I can't finish it. If someone gives it to me, I, mm-hmm, I have a couple of bites, and I just leave it. It's the yeah. only food I will leave. I can't eat it. What, what, when did you encounter the fish fat megaglobule? I, I, it was in Malaysia. So I don't know if it was supposed to be in there. Um... I don't know, around teenagers? Yeah. Teenage years? I will say, because I don't know if this counts, because it's it's not like a bad taste technically, but because of my thing where I fucking hate baked beans. <laughs> like, I hate them so much. I don't know why I find it so funny that you hate baked beans. I can detect them from smell alone. I think it's like a, very much like a mouse and an elephant kind of energy, which I find <laughs> funny. Like, these tiny, yeah. this huge man little undone bean. by these tiny little beans. Little bean. Yeah. Don't you like the bean? <laughs> and also, it's like such a child food. Uh, yeah, it's very exactly. Child, it's, like, it's like someone throwing up if they see a fish finger. And it's so bright and sort of cheerful in a, in a sort of it, yeah. way. And it's always, but that always made it worse as a kid when it was always like, bite beans. Like it was, <laughs> and the idea that for charity, someone would just cheerfully get in a cold bath full of them, which for me was like something from hell. So in a way, I always thought comic relief was a much braver thing than anyone else. Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, I'd, I'd literally, I would rather 
swim across the channel, then that would be easier. I, I would rather be, be in, watch myself be injected by a million needles than to <laughs> <laughs> go anywhere fucking near a bath full of baked beans. But um, I think this was in the Edinburgh Fringe RIP last, <laughs> year, last year or the year before. I was in a calf, a greasy spoon, um, which for, I guess, for American listeners is like a closest thing we have to a diner. It's where builders go to have full English breakfasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, men, Di- a diner without the charm. Yeah, no charm in the diner. Yeah. It's it's where working men go to have tremendous hot breakfasts Yeah. before yeah, they go yeah. do lots of work. Um, and a few hours after that, people like me go with a hangover. Yeah. So I was in one with... Uh, great comedian and friend of the podcast Ben Pope mm-hmm. and uh, I'd ordered a bowl of fries Gosh, to go breakfast. with everything well I don't know what time it was okay, you know, it was the, like hang, hangover days all, the rules are out the window you know what the fringe is like as well time has become immaterial right. and I got a bowl of fries and there was like they hadn't cleaned the bowl properly from it having beans in oh and no could, and it was the top layer of fries were fine and then Greasy spoon, greasy bowl. That's right, that's right. And then I, I had a fry that had the smallest taint of bean jus. <laughs> of bean sauce on it. And I ate it, and I had to, I immediately just went, I like froze. <laughs> ben Ben thought something disastrous had occurred to me. But like froze, like your eyes just kind of reset to neutral, just staring, like lids halfway down. Just... It, was, it was like in Full Metal Jacket when he's just staring. <laughs> Goma Pyle is just staring down the bathroom. Yeah. And Ben was like, oh my God, what's happened? Like, like I'd remembered that I was supposed to be somewhere astonishingly important. And I just, had to, I just went, they haven't cleaned the bowl. They haven't cleaned the bowl. That is bad. That is bad from them. I was so disgusted. That is gross. That's gross. I'd find that gross. Yes. And it I'd would find that gross. Like, so it was like base level, very gross. And then on top of that, the bean factor. Yeah. Which is the name of my new show. Taste B. Taste B was there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Taste B, which I abhor. I abhor beyond all things. That rancid little sauce they put on those things. Awful. Thin. Sweet. Stop it, Pierre. You're making me hungry. Absolutely repulsive stuff. Taste B. But it, 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 it's the glue that holds the breakfast together. Oh, that's what God made yolk for. It's like the friend who introduced everyone. Ah, <laughs> oh, sausage. How do you know Bean? Oh, he slothered all over me. Me too, says the bacon. Oh, oh. Here comes Egg. You guys talking about how we're covered in Bean? Oh, yeah, and they oh. make friends. Absolutely repulsive. It's a party. It's a party on a plate. Terrible. And I, Bean is the host. I have no idea who came up with it. A genius. A fool and a madman. The English breakfast you're saying it was quite recent though, right? It's a war, wartime invention, isn't it? The full English? I suppose it must be. I mean, loads of foods that are national dishes are recent because most people in most countries have just eaten like bread and vegetables and tried not to die for most of human history. <laughs> like whenever anyone is like, it's a traditional dish and you go, right, so it's from the 1800s. Because right, if it was right, from the 1300s, right. it would be stew, try not to die. Yes, yes, yes. We've boiled these bones. Let's hope the nutrients are still in them. We found them. I mean, like, that is broth. That's that's tonkotsu, basically. Yeah. Boiled bones. Which is why no country can claim broth, because it is a universal food of the desperate. Yeah. And then that now that we're all eating lots globally, on, on average, they found clever things to do with it, like 
Adler's meat and noodles that that's right that's right but it's all on the basis of like desperate peasants I think the ramen thing is actually from uh, the second world war because they they, find, mm. they 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 just invented this way of drying and preserving noodles in a pack that you could actually do it yeah apparently that's true of um, carbonara I heard some sort of urban myth that carbonara was a way to appeal to the Americans who were occupying Italy. I thought it was a Roman dish for carbonara. Well, I mean, the Romans ate stuffed dormice. There's no accounting for... Uh, also snails, apparently. I was reading up on escargot. Oh, man. And yeah. I mean, that's a poor person's food, surely. But trust the French to make that an onion soup classy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like uh, oysters used to be poor people food. Of course, yeah. Lobsters were served to prisoners because they were like, look at these horrible sea bugs. Only the murderers should have these. You to boil them and you're going to eat them and yeah. they're creepy. Yeah. I think some prisoners like sued the government of Maine or somewhere because it was prisoner food. And yeah. Like, it violates our human rights to feed us these disgusting spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make us eat spiders. I'm already in jail. I shit in a bucket. And now what's for breakfast? A spider. <laughs> This is absolutely a outrageous. With claws. You've a scorpion, a sea scorpion spider. You've boiled a spider, and now I have to eat it <laughs> in this prison cell. I've also eaten a spider. Well, that tastes taste nice. It, it's like a dusty, powdery. Yeah. It, it felt like you were eating the, the the stuffing of a cheap sofa. Yeah, apparently they are mostly just like dust. Yeah, really dusty. I have a lot of questions for countries where they're like, mm, spiders are a delicacy. And I want to say, are they? Or yeah. have you only just recently left the jungle? That's right. It's always somewhere in the South America where they go, oh, and then this tribe prizes the tarantula above all foods. And you go, okay, but have they had? <laughs> yeah, have they had a burger? <laughs> have they had any bread? That's right. That's I right. don't think if they could have bread, they would always go for the tarantula. Maybe on birthdays. I've never looked at a tarantula and thought, ooh. I have. Yeah? They're, me- they're meaty little fuckers, if you look at them. It's all hair. There's no weight hair. to that. It's all hair. But you look at a chicken, you could go, that's all feathers. But we know better now. I Maybe- know what lies beneath. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I say to myself when I look at a chicken. I say, ah, I know what lies beneath that coat. And I, get, I, 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 lick, I lick my uh, lips and I side-eye the chicken. Ooh. <laughs> We all know what's under there, don't we? What's under the hood? Yeah. What's under the hood of that bird? And then I'm asked to leave the petting zoo <laughs> <laughs> for creeping everyone out. Oh, yeah, that's it. I was researching escargot for a thing recently. Yeah. And um, they say, you know, archaeologists have found, uh, like, shells from uh, dig sites that suggest ancient Romans, like, that people have been eating snails for millennia. Yeah. But then I thought, couldn't those just be the leftover of snails? <laughs> we found some snails. So people have definitely been eating them. <laughs> yeah. You also found, like, chairs and bowls. Did they eat those? I guess, I, guess, I mean, archaeology has, is lots of, has lots of problems that annoyed me when I did a bit of it at university, and I found it, some bits of it really annoying for exactly that reason. But I suppose they must have found a midden, what they call a midden, uh-huh. which is essentially a garbage dump. Right, right, so right. It'd right. Be like so where all the plates hundreds were. Hundreds of shells. It'll be like yeah. way too many snail shells. Sure, 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 sure. That's certainly how they found out about a lot of how much how much more seafood cavemen ate than we thought. You'll, oh, really? Yeah, you'll find like a cave site or whatever, and there'll just be like thousands of like little shells from the sea, and you'll be like, "Wow!" What's amazing is when you find cavemen like like Stone Age sites, and they'll it'll be a bit inland, mm-hmm. not loads inland, but you know, a few miles. 
and they'll have fish bones from deep sea fish. Oh, maybe like after a tsunami. Well, they'll be, but there'll be too many. It won't just be like one or two. It'll be like they consistently ate, you know, whatever, this type of trout that you have to go fishing on a boat to get. Mm. So from that, you can go, well, they must have had boats. Right, right, This right. type of fish just doesn't live above depths of whatever. Good um, old cavemen. Always, all, always underestimated. They'll surprise you. Always under. There's something mad about how long they were in caves for. Oh, it was like 80,000 years. Yeah, 80,000. Think about like us, like la- how much has happened in the last 2,000 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were in caves doing the same thing for, for 80,000 years. Yeah. Do you think that for all those 80,000 years, the guy in charge of the tribe was always like the, the, poo-poo, the poo-pooing guy? What do you mean? Like the, the guy who's always a pessimist. Oh, right. Where you always go, perhaps a wall from wood and then, no, 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 it would never no. work. There's already walls here. And yeah. It's a cave. What do you want? Well, it's gonna, we just have to rebuild them every year when just, the wood rots. Just sit down and eat this fish. Would you, well, what's wrong with a deer? Yeah. What do you want to capture the deer and make them fuck for? Yeah, <laughs> you weirdo. It's mad to. I mean, it must have been pretty good. Yeah, it must well, have been all right. Maybe it was really fun. <laughs> in the cave. Well, they always try and assess it with like the closest thing we have to Stone Age people. So, like the 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 koi or the sand in in southern Africa, or like some of the tribes in Papua New Guinea, because mm. they lead what they think is pretty close to Stone Age existence. Yeah, and they are really healthy in some ways and really unhealthy in others. They have a lot of strokes because of all the meat they eat. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's certainly true of the um, the Inuit. But very little RSI, I'm guessing. Very little RSI. Very little. They don't need a treadmill desk. No, they. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cave is ergonomic. They don't have to wear little glasses for screen glare. Yeah, um, yeah. They're all pretty good shape. They don't get out of breath easily. <laughs> no. <laughs> Lots yeah. of murder though, in yeah, Papua New Guinea. I think is. I think it's the only society, or like the largest society on earth, where murder is the number one cause of death. Yeah, it's yeah. constant murder. Or like uh, they've extrapolated the murder rate from like re- medieval records. And in medieval times, it was fucking Gotham. What, like everywhere? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like medieval England, they're like, ah, old nanny gubbins found in a ditch with a rock on her fucking head. And yeah, well, the devil did it. I don't know. <laughs> There's no police. Write it down in the church and we'll hope it doesn't happen again. Mm. Constant murder. Everyone's getting shivved all the time. It's like the fucking lunatics who are like anarchists or yeah. they could get rid of the police and we'll be fine. It's like, we've been there before. <laughs> yeah. That's why we had to be- get here. Yeah, it basically you end up with Shakespeare where it's like, well, of course, uh, everyone had a sword, so... Everyone he, had a sword. He died in a sword fight. And the, <laughs> and the slightest insult required, required, required that you try and kill them. His life would have been over if he didn't murder that man <laughs> with the enormous sword he had. Unfortunately, that man also had an enormous sword. And uh, 17 people died in the bar. <laughs> Everyone was just trying to have a pint of weird ale. Of bad beer. The they bad beer. The, all they, the one joy in their lives where people empty their feces into the road. A bad beer. And it got ruined by all the swords. <laughs> It's shit. Also, I really like anarchists because they're almost always the ty- the type of person who'd be the first to get beaten to death mm-hmm. in a kind of brawl. It's very rare that the guy recommending anarchy looks like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rare. It's always like quite a malnourished looking guy with a black hoodie. 
Yeah. And you sort of go, if it wasn't for guns, I don't think you'd recommend Anarchy. Yeah. If it was just down to like physical strength instead of firearms, I don't know how much you'd be in favor of. I never, I can never drill down into how they get there. They just go, things would be better if there was absolute chaos. And you go, are you the Joker? I think your life have to, has to be in such a, 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 a hopeless state. Yeah. That you, that, at worst case, everyone's brought down to, to your, to your level, level of suffering. Yeah. Best case scenario, by some fluke of chance, yeah. a society emerges that benefits you. A new version of life where whatever is your thing is more highly regarded. Yeah. So they go, thank God. Actually, in this new version of society, guys who jerk off in their basements is our main <laughs> source of energy. <laughs> We rig your wrist up to a kind of they're, pump. They're, they they're the doctors of this society. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 yeah. they're the shamans. Yeah. <laughs> what do you see in the jizz? <laughs> ah, in the stains on your hoodie from Cheetos and jizz, we see the very future of life itself. You're like the oracle now, yeah? Hidden in the dark underground. Yeah, I just... Or maybe they're bored. They're all, it's just people in the suburbs, bored. Yeah, a lot of it is boredom. Yeah. They've watched um, too many movies uh, starring sort of Jason Statham or... Um, who's the Scottish guy who's always American? Oh, um... <laughs> uh, uh, 300 guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the guy. Name? Clive... Butler, Butler. Um, George Butler. But Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler and also Clive... Um, Clive Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Statham, Jerry Butler, Clive Anderson. <laughs> He's the host. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cl um, <laughs> Clive Anderson is in a lot of improvises it. Yeah. Uh, they've watched yeah. too many of that, those kind of movies and they've gone, well, I, I'd be like a ninja. It's kind of yeah. like zombie survival. And it's people who learn the katana at home <laughs> from YouTube videos. Men who know a lot about Japan. Yeah. As discussed on possibly even the first or second episode of this podcast. It's the running theme of this podcast. Men who can speak fluent Japanese with no tangible reason to are... Of, they're of concern. That's a red flag. That's a red spot on white flag. <laughs> it's a big red circle in our book. <laughs> I like that um, the Japanese flag, when it was like the Japanese empire, is still a red sun on a white flag, but it's got all beams coming out That's of it. That's right, the sunburst. It's the burst, sick. yeah. But I like the fact that <laughs> you know that it's the scary Japan because the sun is going like it's shooting ah, out lasers. Yeah. It's powering up. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. something from an anime. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like something from. <gasps> it's glowing. They're gonna start colonizing Manchuria again. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like the flag is from Ultraman. Yeah, yeah. It's taken its it's it's taken its next form. <laughs> this is not even my final form of Japan. <laughs> yeah, then the whole flag is red. It's just a complete red. Yeah, flag. yeah, yeah. And then a white one starts. That's funny. I never had noticed that. Yeah. Then the, the current peaceful Japan flag is just a red circle, like the beans have coming. <sighs> yeah, back in. Yeah, like the eye of Sauron's been extinguished. Yeah, and then and then you'll start noticing the Japanese flags got these little. It starts to grow. You go, oh, oh. Like you've caught them powering up. Oh, watch out. Uh, yeah. Here they come. Yeah, scary Japan flag is uh, very... Like a boss battle in the game. You know when the attack's coming because like... <laughs> yeah. And you have to dodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, every day 
every other country in Asia looks at the flag above the Japanese embassy in their capital city. It's another day of peace from Japan. Phew. (laughs) One morning they'll look and it'll look a bit stumpy and they go, oh, fuck. Shit. (laughs) The Japanese ambassador is just a little taller. Starting to get one of those little samurai moustaches. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. What um to 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 by the way, if you hear gurgling in the background, uh listener, it's the dishwasher. The dishwasher has been mistimed. Um I would hate for you to think that me and Phil are sat here gurgling. Um Bud Pod's effect on us is profound, but it's entirely psychological. Uh what do you think, to return to a much earlier question? that I meant to ask and forgot. When I was talking about turning up at a birthday party with a load of beef, raw beef and hot coffee. Yeah. What's, park, yeah. what's the worst thing to show up with at a picnic in the park for someone's birthday? The best thing to show up with is probably enough bean bags for everyone and a load of ice cold cans. That Bean bags, yes. That would be, wow, you'd be the hero of the park. <laughs> what a day. That'd be great. What would be bad? What would be... Um, hot water bottles. Freshly <laughs> filled hot water bottles. Boiling hot water bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. And... Um, oh, I guess you like hot stuff. Blanket. No, blankets will come in handy. I think if you turned up like... In a full trench coat if you turned up in like really warm clothing yeah yeah yeah. it would put really put people off yeah a big like a big leather school shooter trench coat yeah 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 yeah. yeah. and you brought food but and i reckon this would be really bad um like uh competition level spicy wings (laughs) (laughs) Like, like Like thousands of whatever they are, Kelvins or whatever, however they measure. Yeah. Scoville. Yeah. Like t- millions on the Scoville scale. Like uh, ghost pepper fucking wings. Ghost Guys pepper. Guys, tuck in. Like, tuck in. Ghost pepper wings. Yeah. And loads and loads of two liter bottles from other drinks that you've reused for just tap water. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just plain tap water that you've filled it up like from a big tap. Or like, like, um, like strong ginger ale, like that very gingery one, the really spicy <laughs> yeah. sort of. It looks refreshing, but and it's really spicy. There is no the sugar in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pure ginger. <laughs> yeah, they've gone. What people want is fizz and ginger. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, is this is this an old medicine? Is this a medicine? Yeah. This yeah, is from back when level of ginger beer. Yeah, this is from back when this drink was this, this presented as a cure for polio. Yeah, not for fun. How about a big tub of uh, peanut butter and just loads of spoons sticking out? Oh God! <laughs> and you're like, tuck in. But also, it's that it's that really, really oily peanut butter, like cheap peanut butter. Right. Okay. You look yeah. at the back and it's like eighty percent palm oil, and you go, ooh. It's really you can feel it coating your really it really coats your mouth. Yeah. Really hard to get, and you have to wash it down with ginger beer. (laughs) (laughs) Warm ginger beer. (laughs) Or just like pints and pints of milk. Uh, (laughs) Not with the peanut butter, because that's quite a good combo. But it's also, milk is good. Isn't milk good if you've had spicy wings? Yeah, so the the milk would have to be in concert with something like um, 
Milk is actually very re- refreshing, isn't it? It's actually very hydrating. Milk and um, <laughs> loads of like uh, like sort of something with a lot of citrus in. So there's a heart curdling is going on. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like orange juice and milk or something. <laughs> yeah, but like it's, it's this very citrusy food, which is oranges. Yeah. Oranges and milk. Like oranges dipped in milk at the party. Like like the cookies, just dipping orange slices in milk. <laughs> <laughs> we have conjured a nightmarish picnic. Picnic. Yeah. They call the police. I think they would. The police would go, oh, they're more than six people. And they'd go, no, but just look. Just come and look. It's and they'd say, bad. we're not going to yeah. come if you don't tell us there's a problem. And you go, just trust me. You need to see what these people are doing <laughs> here in the park. Is it, uh, is it public obscenity? Uh, yes. Yeah. Let's say it is. And yeah. if you disagree, arrest me for wasting police time. And it's the kind of thing that if other prisoners in jail found out that's what you're in for, they would beat you up. You have to go to your own wing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd have to go to the nonce wing. <laughs> it's just for nonces and orange milk dippers. That's right. Or- <laughs> OMDs. The pedos and the OMDs, they're all in wing B. We had too many killings in this prison. Oh, man. Even the pedos would start to gang up on you after a while. You did what? <laughs> oh, man. What? I thought hot wings... <laughs> you try and justify it. Yeah, you just have to live in solitary. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Do you know that there's a thing—a whole life sentence from the the Home Secretary themselves? Uh huh. So there's a few prisoners in the UK where you know how like a life sentence in the UK generally means like 30 years, if that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and never you like till you get a bunch of paroles. Yeah, you never till you're dead. Well. Yeah. There are some prisoners that have that, but the Home Secretary themselves has to personally sign the order. Saying, you're never fucking coming out. Really? Yeah. So like Rose West. Uh-huh. From Fred and Rose West. Uh-huh. Whole life order. Right. The Home right, Secretary right. stepped in and was like, yeah, you're not fucking, you're not fucking coming out. Mm. Uh, Yorkshire Ripper, people like that. So if you're like properly, crazily bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not, and it's not even like all the child murderers get it. It's like some. Right, the, yeah. The actual Home Secretary will have to be like, yeah, no, I'm... <laughs> I'm stepping in to make sure that you literally can never come out of prison. I think it's, it gets sued a lot. It gets questioned a lot by like the EU and. Is it, is it unique to British law? Yeah. Right. It's just the UK where they've gone. We were going to invent a thing where the home secretary can go, but come on, (laughs) this person is never going to be like, and now they run an ice cream shop. Like it's never. Right, right, right. But I can't. I suppose it also comes down to how much you trust the parole process yeah or if people can be reformed if you are yes. like a psychosexual sadist that can't be like art therapied out of you yeah your brain is wrong and that may be a shame but and also we- there are people who like you know 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 exactly what to say and how to say it like yeah. I, I know someone who it's almost as if psychopaths are inherently charming and a friend of mine you know studies psychiatry yeah and they as like a, a group trip they went to a prison to talk to a bunch of psychopaths. <laughs> yes. And she sat down with one and spoke to him. And she was just like, he was the most like intelligent, charming man I've ever met. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to stay there and talk to him some more. Yeah. And the next week, he just threw some acid in the face of someone working in the prison. Just went, Pip, tss, just like yes. that. Acid their face off. Just acid their face off. Yeah. yeah. 
And so there's a there's a point where it's like, oh, we really can never turn our back on you, can we, Stephen? <laughs> yeah. And so you have to live in this box forever because you're insane and we're not willing to execute you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's useful to send people to you to scare them <laughs> when <laughs> they're studying say. psychiatry. Yeah. And that's what would happen to you if you dipped oranges in milk. That's what I'm saying. So don't do it, guys. Your, you know now. Your friend would go, and later, of course, I found out he'd been dipping oranges in milk, and it really cast my chat with him in a new light. <laughs> Just like a rookie cop throwing up, rushing out of the room. <laughs> I watched a movie last night where they had, I think, three of those. You're kidding. A, a, a guy, um, a policeman running, <laughs> rushing off to vomit. <laughs> it turned out he was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. That's the big reveal. No, we got to stop letting pregnant cops come and see these. It was different. It was different murders. It was um, it was one, it was, uh, one of Bun Jong Ho's early ones. You know, the Parasite director. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, called Memories of Murder. <laughs> it's always funny when like these titles are translated f- from the original. They sound I'm like, sure in Korean is a better title. They than sound Memories like cheesy soap murder. operas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good film. Um, Even Murder Memories would be a better. Murder Memories. But then it's a bit hallmark. Murder Memories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Murders aren't like they used to be when I was a boy. <laughs> but there are a couple of murders and um, numerous times in slow motion, a, a young, a green cop runs off and... <laughs> but then a couple of the bodies aren't even that gross. By the third one, people must just be using it as a way to do a drinking game in the cinema. Yeah. You go, and sip your beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good film, though. Recommended. Let's go watch it now. Yes. Well, let's not go watch it now. Let's, we're going to go grab a bite to eat, listeners. Yes, for the first time in ages, we're going to our traditional uh, Xi'an lunch. That's right. Down the road from Pierre's. It's so nice to be back in Holloway. Um, um, did, uh, do you know about, I learned about this recently, the Hol- Holloway brooch? I only, uh, do we, uh, someone mentioned it on Radio 4 the other day. Yes, we must have listened to the same. We were both listening, synchronicity. It was uh, yes. Start the Week. It's like, a, yes, Start the Week. It was like a special medal for suffragettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's called the Holloway Brooch. And it's the, the, the gate, what was it that gate called? It was like the portcullis of the, the prison. Port, right, the portcullis. And if you, and it was there. if you were a female suffragette who'd been force-fed or gone mm-hmm. on hunger strike in Holloway Women's Prison. Yeah, you. Then you got this brooch. From yeah, the suffragettes as a sort it was of metal. designed by Sylvia Pankhurst. Yeah. Who was like a graphic designer artist person. Very good artist, apparently. Um, very cool. Yeah, very cool. I think you can buy them on eBay or whatever. We should start our own Bud Pod brooch. A Bud Pod brooch. People who, <laughs> I don't know, shat themselves. I don't know yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of contenders for what that brooch would be. Yes, we'll figure it out. Requirements for the brooch. I think it would be the poo emoji holding a gun. <laughs> <laughs> a bullet that is a turd. <laughs> A gun that fires poos. <laughs> we'll discuss it over lunch. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. So the, we're back in person. Yeah, person pod. Um, it's great to be back in person pod. And uh, we'll see you uh, next week. The office lives. <laughs> uh, yeah, bye. Keep jacking it. Got you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.